Welcome to Living Well with the Mind-Body Connection. Here, you'll find all the information and tools you need to live your best life. Our goal is to help you make positive changes in your life that will last a lifetime. And here is your host, Dr. Rudy Cashman. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are listening from. Welcome to our second episode of Living Well with a Mind-Body Connection. Our topic today for today's podcast is sugar addiction and food addiction. Chemicals are secreted in the brain which cause the problem. It's dopamine and serotonin. Dopamine is the one that acts very quickly uh, and serotonin can last uh, for hours. They are released from the end of nerves. They're actually little vesicles from the end of nerves, yes. Serotonin promotes relaxation, peacefulness, relief from pain, and decrease anxiety. There's another system in our body the endorphin system. It's all over our body, uh, which is different uh, from the serotonin dopamine system. It also makes us feel good. So we have a couple of systems, and, and I'm going to teach you today how to regulate them and to take advantage of them. Uh, in some people, eating sweets, starches, some fats cause the release of endorphins. Certain foods release discomfort and feel good. Yes, you eat something to make yourself feel better. Sugar is a booger and a hooker and does it real good. So certain endorphins, remember this is a different system, and simply eating sugar, uh, endorphins are also released. So sugar is one system, endorphins is another. You'll want to eat more because it makes you feel so good. You want a second helping. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and they cause the release of sugar uh, and beta endorphins. So it has a snowball effect. You keep on eating and serving your help, helpings and you're feeling better and better. So you may even have difficulty stopping uh, let's face it, it applies to everybody, including uh, uh, myself. So serotonin and endorphins are highly concentrated in the part of the brain that regulates eating, sleeping, aggressive behavior, drinking, and sex. Yeah, it's that area of the brain called the hypothalamus. It's concentrated there. Nature put it there to keep you alive so that you would seek food and eat something. It's probable that people susceptible to alcohol and food addiction have a malfunction in their serotonin function. Yes, they eat too much, they drink too much. When refined carbohydrates, if the fiber removed, sugar products, example, Pasta, an example, alcohol, 
white bread. I eaten or drunk, serotonin is manufactured and released. I'm in heaven. I feel wonderful. So if someone is stressed or in pain, serotonin gives relief. So eating sugar, endorphins, can be as good as a narcotic. And that's the reason a lot of people gain a lot of weight, because they're eating so much to make themselves feel better, okay? So if your serotonin level is functioning poorly, okay, and your life becomes stressful, you can get some relief from that stress by eating sugar. Let's face it, most of us have some stress in our life. We all, we all do, some use more than others. So food, just think about it a minute, has been used as self-medication. Instead of taking a pill to feel better, you eat food to feel better. Many don't have a stop eating message. That's the trouble. They keep eating more and more to make themselves feel good before you know it. Uh, they've uh, eaten so much, they're starting to gain weight, maybe become even very overweight. Some even become obese. So endorphins, remember this, are like opiates. They kill pain and they give pleasure. Eat something, eating will hit the regulation center, the hypothalamus. Remember I mentioned it's at the base of the brain. It's, it's really an area that helps people to survive, so to make sure that they eat something. But many years ago, we weren't able to eat year-round. It was seasonal. Fruits were seasonal, for example. Uh, fruits were seasonal. Uh, animals were seasonal. Now they're readily available everywhere, you can see the problem that leads to. So, so the hypothalamus regulates long-term survival, eating, sleeping, drinking, aggression, food and alcohol addictions travel together. Yes, because they stimulate the same parts of the brain. So alcohol depresses neurons, okay? Uh, and uh, the cells involved uh, that keep us alive, that, that have energy in them, uh, it is thought that maybe alcohol opens the door to these cells uh, and then the cells become more responsive to sugar. You come in and you eat and you, you have a drink uh, and then you overeat because alcohol has broken down the membranes of cells uh, in your brain. Uh, so an overweight person likely has been using food to tamper with brain chemistry. Isn't it interesting? Uh, so uh, carbohydrates, which are complex sugars, uh, cause serotonin release, make you feel better. And here's one that will really interest you. Babies are born with 
insufficient serotonin levels. Yes, they're much more sensitive to discomfort uh, because uh, they don't have the feel-good hormone yet. And, uh, and that's the reason we hand sugary products a lot to children to get them to stop crying uh, to, because it makes them feel better. Yeah, they don't have enough serotonin receptors. And uh, so sugar and carbohydrates bring relief to them and, uh, and it increases endorphin functioning, which is barely starting to set up uh, in babies and newborns, uh, and will increase tryptophan, which is a precursor to serotonin. Uh, it will be able to get into the cells better if we give them some sugar. So tryptophan leads to serotonin uh, and it reduces pain and, anxi and anxiety. Hugging a baby, for example, uh, will stimulate some neurotransmitters. You know, it's been an interesting thing has been discovered also that mother's milk uh, makes uh, galactomorphones which really are a relative of morphine. Yes, yes. Drinking mother's milk, that's the reason the baby falls asleep so easily because uh, with the mother's milk, we've been feeding the kid a non-addictive morphine. Yes, that's been scientifically proven. So, uh, stress increases dynorphin, uh, which increases uh, uh, craving for sugars. And the breast milk, remember, have in them galactomorphones. Galactomorphones. And the baby quiets down because uh, it doesn't have sufficient serotonin to feel good. And uh, so sugar gives some relief. And uh, gradually we become dependent on sugar because of that. Sugar addiction starts at a very young age. And, and we have to pay attention to what we're feeding uh, to the children. What food are we giving them? Uh, so uh, we gradually become dependent on sugar uh, as we go up. Uh, so. Uh, if you have to withdraw from sugar, uh, the symptoms, if you stop all sugar consumption, you could have rushes of anger, that's number two. You could have periods of sadness or melancholy in case you become addicted to them and want to do this. Uh, you could be anxious, restless, trouble sleeping black and white thinking, extremes. For example, you might start just screaming. Strong urges to shop. I know of people like that who seem to want to shop all the time. And, 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 uh, and it could be that uh, they have a problem with what they're eating, they have sugar ups and downs. Uh, they're not comfortable in their own skin feelings of intense vulnerability and cravings. They want have to eat more, they have to stop at every store and have a soda or have a sugary product. Uh, so uh, uh, 
some people, so it's like an addiction. And, and in some people, uh, they have loss of insight. They're not realizing they're detoxing from sugar. And that is if you decide you want to stop it. So uh, I think uh, the uh, endorphins, as I mentioned, make us feel good. Um, uh, and uh, another thing I would like to uh, teach you is you should know what foods contain refined uh, carbohydrates, buns and pizzas, most breads, most bagels, most crackers. I'm sure you know a lot about this already. Most cream soups, most fried batters, most pastas, most pizza dough, yeah, pizza is a sugar product most of the time. They, they make some now that have less sugar in them. Most sauces, yeah, you can have a nice beautiful salad and add things to it that turn it into a sugar uh, product. So white bread invariably is full of uh, uh, sugar. So I think I've given you uh, a little lecture on food addiction here, and it's chemically based. It depends on what you're eating, uh, and if you want to stay healthy, sugar addiction, uh, to overcome that is the most important thing. You remember, even as babies and children, we need to teach our children to eat the right food. If you're unhealthy, uh, you have diseases and things, if you're not helping your child uh, to help cook, good food, for example, they will also become unhealthy. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast, and we'll do another one next week. I thank you on the road to live to be 100 and to be healthy and to look good. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.